welcome to Here Home, the podcast. I am so excited that we're here together and that this concept is finally a reality. My name is Asia Woods and I'm the founder of Here Home, which is a virtual community and platform for enriching the heart and home with content, resources, and products. I'm going to do a little bit of an intro, especially this being the very first episode, to give you all some context as to who I am, what all this is, and how it came to be before we get into the episode. So I like to call myself a professional people gatherer, mostly because that's what I've been doing for the past decade. I've been an event professional and had my own event consulting company, mostly based in Washington, D.C., and that's where I also went to college and studied sociocultural anthropology. I've dabbled in academia and museums, but really most of my passions and hobbies revolve around hosting, entertaining, traveling, entrepreneurship, beautiful things, stories, and mostly just learning about how differently people go about living their lives. And I've consistently found that the through line between what I've done in the past, what I find myself doing now, and what I'll continue to do in the future is that it all quenches my curiosity about people and our culture. So I want to give a quick backstory about how Here Home came to be and where Here Home the podcast fits into the full picture. So while Here Home dives into all the things that make a house a home, whether that's about the interior design or the use of space or recipes or decor or music playlists, you know, all those aesthetic things that we love to see, all of that has to do with the physicality. And that's a part of the home for sure, but also a huge part of the home are the emotional ties and bonds, the community, the memories, the friends, the family, whether that's chosen or not, the sense of belonging and identity. These are all the things that create the heart of a home. And that's what I really envision this podcast exploring, the intangible aspects that make somewhere feel like home, if home is even destination. I'm just really so excited to get into this, and you all are about to listen to episode one right now. I'm going to try to keep this intro rather short so we can just get started. I am so honored to be able to get to know you all over the course of this new show. Know that I'm already endlessly grateful that you're here listening. I know this podcast will probably evolve over time because I've listened to enough to know that oftentimes what people think the podcast will be about ends up evolving over the seasons and the years. So I'm going to be very open and fluid with this process. I encourage you all to engage with us over Instagram, DMs, voice notes, however you see fit. But I definitely would love to hear from you as much as you enjoy listening to this podcast, because I really envision it being a two-way street. So this first episode is really just an intro to myself and my mom. My mom, Connie Woods, who you all are about to meet, will be my sometimes co-host. You'll get to know this about her, but she has such a fun personality and she likes changing things up, so hopefully she'll be on the podcast at least once a month or so. In this first episode, you'll get to know a bit about us as people, about our relationship to each other and our relationship to home. I hope that you find it interesting to have a mother-daughter duo talk about these topics, especially because it'll provide some unique intergenerational perspectives that could be cool. We plan on having all kinds of fascinating people on the podcast, but we're starting with our family and friends after just this conversation. So we hope you enjoy. We figured it would just make sense if we started just the two of us first. I'm going to stop blabbing on and on. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy. I don't know. I don't like my 
I'm the sound of my voice. Uh, <clears throat> you'll get used to it, I think. What was our relationship like when I was a child? <laughs> well, <laughs> no, we. I, I feel like we had a good relationship when you were a child. You were very, very, very independent. Like, you came out of the womb super independent. You never cried. You know, babies are born, and the doctors want them to cry. Mm -hmm. Like, they had to literally, they were shaking you. They're doing all this kind of stuff to make you cry, and you wouldn't. Like, you came out with your eyes open looking all around, and they had to finally prick your foot a couple times to finally make you cry. <laughs> um, but that just was like a... a, a foreboding, I guess, or whatever, of how you're going to be, like, super stubborn and things like that. However, I like that in, especially a female child, mm -hmm. um, you were never, like, I never had to worry with you about peer pressure or anything like that, because I know, like, if you did anything, it was because you wanted to do it, not because, because people could not talk you into anything. Mm -hmm. that you didn't want to do. So, you know, so I like that. We used to, I think, your stubbornness, and then as you got older, especially through puberty, your mouthiness was what um, kind of like, was, was the, like the hardest time for me as far as being your mother. Um, <laughs> because it's like, you know, when you have a spirited child, you don't want to take that, oh, you don't want to like take that away from them, but you still have to have some boundaries and whatnot. So, mm -hmm. but I think we had a good relationship. Like, like, what kind of stuff was I talking back about? Anything. <laughs> you know, like, uh -huh. um, if I told you to clean your room, you were like, oh, you like it that way or whatever. Um, you know, or it's not that bad. Or, you know, just, just it, it, it could be anything, honestly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I was stubborn. Do you, do you feel like we were close? I think we were close. Yes. Yeah. I think we were close. And I think that, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, I would say yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, yeah, I would like to hear your perspective. <laughs> uh, I mean, I agree. Like, I think we've always been super close, especially, I mean, all, all the time, really. Like, there was never a time where we didn't talk very, very often, you know? Mm -mm. But I think that's also because we have a lot of similar interests. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I can't imagine what it would be like if my mom didn't have, if, like, we didn't share the same interests. But we share a lot of the same interests, so... It's right. kind of like, like, you know how people always say you don't want your kid to be your, or no, you don't want your kid to look at you like a friend, mm -hmm. but you kind of are a friend and a mom at the same time. Right. Like, yeah, I think we always had a friendship, but in that you still knew I was your mom. So you, 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 we were, we were friends, but there was still that boundary around it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you couldn't treat me like one of your friends because I'm yeah. your mom, you know? Yeah, I know. So. You say that literally all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot me like one of your little friends. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. um, what do you feel like our relationship is like now? Like, how has it changed as I've become an adult? I think it has changed because now you're an adult. So you have become, you were always independent, but even more so independent. So now I have to learn to kind of step back on some things that I maybe want to speak about or advice I want to give, but I just have to learn not to say anything. Because mm -hmm. you're an adult, and you live your life the way you want to live your life. Yeah. You know, so. But I feel like the thing that hasn't changed is that we're so close. I still think you talk to me about things. You come to me about things. And, you know, I, I think that's good. Yeah. Is how we are now how you would have imagined we would be? Mm. 
yeah, I guess it's, it's how I hoped that we would be. And when you were little, I guess I didn't imagine what it would be like when you were like 29 years old. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I don't, I don't think I ever thought about that, mm-hmm. but yes, I always wanted us to have an open relationship where, you know, you felt like you could come to me and talk to me about whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like we have that. And so, so yeah, I think the way that it has changed is that I'm more like stepping back, mm-hmm. trying to anyway, and not, <laughs> not give as much yeah, advice. Emphasis on the trying. Huh? <laughs> I said emphasis on the trying. Well, I'm doing good. I'm doing better. Yeah. No, I would say you are doing better. Yeah. <clears throat> I think if it, if you, if you could have it your way, you would tell me and Evan, and Evan is my brother for those listening my younger brother, I think if you had it your way, you would tell us how to do everything. Like, every single decision <laughs> will be ran past you. Mm, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Oh, but that's only because as a parent, <clears throat> I think what we do is we like to try to guide you or give you advice about things because sometimes we could see how things are going to turn out, right? It's like, we're trying to save you the heartache from going through that or things mm-hmm. that we've maybe been through. And so we know, you know, what's the better decision or how something's going to come out. But then do we really know? Because we know from our point of view, but mm-hmm. you're a different person. So maybe the same thing wouldn't happen, you know? Yeah, it's that, but it's also just a different time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So some things that just parents in general give advice on, it's like, yeah, we can hear you out. And we understand where you're coming from. However, However, things are different. different. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Where do you consider home to be? Oh, my gosh. I know. I feel like this will be be kind of hard for both of us because I don't think – I don't know. I don't know if either one of us have a succinct place where we consider home. Right. Okay, so where do I consider home? That's always been a very hard question for me to answer in a lot of ways because I grew up – my dad was in the Army for 25 years. And so, you know, I grew up traveling, living in different places. Um, I was born in North Carolina, but I don't call that home because I only lived there until I was two years old. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that that doesn't count. Um, So we, I always said Louisiana was my home, but I only said that because that's where our parents, my parents were from. That's where they were born and raised. And that's their home but I just chose to say because you got to pick something Mm -hmm. so I would say Louisiana because that's where all my relatives were that's where my grandparents were that's where my cousins aunts uncles that's where they all were Mm -hmm. um so I just picked that then it kind of morphed into home was wherever my parents were Mm -hmm. both of my parents are deceased now so now I just kind of like feel like I feel untethered like I, I I truly feel like I don't have a home there's no place still that I call home. Mm -hmm. I mean, I live in different places. We lived in Pennsylvania for 20 years, Mm -hmm. but the whole 20 years, like this, this is just where I live. Like this is not home. Yeah. So can you give people like a timeline of where you lived and when? Um, let's see. So I was born in North Carolina and then left there when I was two. Um, we moved to, Louisiana after that. So, yeah, so we lived in Louisiana three years. So, North Carolina was born, left there at two, 
moved to Louisiana for three years. Mm -hmm. After that, um, moved to Germany for like mm, two years, something like that, two or three years. Then moved back to Louisiana for like about um, two years. Then moved to Alaska for five years. Then moved to Oklahoma. And Oklahoma is where I like went to middle school and high school. And then, um, and at, then at that time, during that time, my dad retired from the army. And we just stayed in Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. um, but I kept traveling because then I went away to college. And then I went into the military myself. Where'd you go to college? Where was it? Um, first, I went to Oklahoma State. Yeah. And then I went to, it used to be called East Texas State. I think now it's called like Texas A&M Commerce. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so then I joined the military. I went into the Air Force. And then I was stationed overseas in Panama. And then after that, I was in New Mexico. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then, and I, and I got married to your dad when we were in, um, we met in Panama. And then, let me see, uh, New Mexico. And then I moved to Virginia. And then we moved to Washington State. Mm -hmm. And then Pennsylvania. And now Georgia. <laughs> a lot of places. See? That's a lot of places. I know, exactly. When you say it all like that, yeah. So where's home? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Home was wherever my parents were. So, I mean, all that time, did you, like, wish you had a specific place that felt like home? Or did that not bother you? Like, did you enjoy all the moving around? Yes, I enjoyed moving around because that's all I knew, right? Like, mm -hmm. I was born into that. That was my lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I didn't, um, and I, and I, and I looked, I liked it. And I liked moving to new places because it was, it was, to me, it was kind of adventurous. I liked, um, you know, the, the thought that you can reinvent yourself everywhere you go. It's like, you know, I used to be really shy and everything when I was younger. And then, like, my next place, we're moving. Okay, I'm not going to be the shy girl anymore. I'm going to go here, and I'm going to be this way or that way. Mm -hmm. um, so I liked that aspect of it all. And I never thought about home because every time we moved, my parents were there, right? Mm -hmm. So, and my siblings. So it was it was never a thought of, oh, this isn't home or, or anything like that. Um, and it wasn't until... I don't know, I was much older before I started thinking of this whole concept of home. Um, particularly, I think when we moved to Washington State, which at that time I was like, what, 29 years old, 30 years old. Mm -hmm. um, no, I had to when I was 30, 20, I was like 28 years old or something like that. Mm -hmm. That's when I started thinking about it because then I met people there. That was the first time we were away from like- In Washington? In Washington State, yes. Mm -hmm. That was the first time we were away from like a military environment. And, you know, so first time in my life, I'm 28 years old. And it was just different because now I'm living around people who, um, like, you know, we made friends. People were friendly and whatnot. But on the weekends, you know, people had their families there. So, you know, this person is going out with their, they're having family dinners or they're hanging out with their sister or, you know, this person and their mom are going shopping. And, like, I never had that as an adult mm -hmm. and then that's when I started thinking huh that's so cool like wow I wish my sisters lived with, near me I wish I lived near my mom you know what I mean mm -hmm. um that's when I started thinking about that whole concept of hmm. I mean that makes sense because okay yeah so before 
before you got out of the military, your sense of home really and community was the military base, regardless of where it was. Like you're on a base, so you have that sense of community. Yeah, yeah, right. The other people right. There. And we yeah. always lived on the base, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so you have this kind of built-in community, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it was and it's comfortable. And it's all I knew. And then when I was 28 years old, we were the first time we were not around that. It was just so 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 different. Mm-hmm. People didn't have that commonality, right? When you're living on the base, they were. Everybody has this common thing. We're all in the military mm-hmm. in one way or the other. Either you're active duty or you're the, you know, family of an active duty person. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, when we moved to Washington, it was the first time not being around that and being around people who don't even have no no understanding of that whole concept. You yeah. Know? Um, it was just very different. Yeah. Hmm. Did you have a favorite place you lived? Um, gosh. I probably would say Alaska, but that's coming from a child's point of view, right? I was a kid there. So would I like... It still be your favorite, Yeah, though. it's still my yeah. favorite. Yes. Yeah, has the... I think it has my best memories, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, as a child. And then as an adult. Um, gosh, what's my favorite? I don't know. I loved... I loved living in Panama. Mm-hmm. That was... Yeah, I loved that. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah. I liked I liked aspects of them all except for Oklahoma. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, people from Oklahoma. I did not like that. From Oklahoma, are gonna be like, you don't you don't know what you're missing. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's quite the um the adventure. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a lot when you just run down the list like that. Yeah, it's a lot, but it's also kind of um it's kind of funny because even now, I'm every four to five years. I go through this thing where I get each itchy feet. My dad used to call it itchy feet. Like, it's like, okay, it's time to go. Let's go someplace. Let's move. Mm-hmm. Can we move? If we're not moving, can we move houses? Can we do something? We got to, we got to move. Yeah. You know? You get bored of the same yes, environment. And I still have that. That's still in me to this day. Hmm. I wonder if other people have that. So what about if, your if concept? I'm not the military. Yeah. So what, I mean, like, what about you? Okay. Well, I, I also don't really know where home is. Really? I'm surprised yeah. to hear you say that. Why? Because I thought you would say Pennsylvania because that's where you grew up. I mean, Pennsylvania to me is just like where we lived. Really? Okay. Yeah. But but I but I don't know. It's confusing to me, and it's confusing because yes. So my timeline would be okay. I was born in Washington, and then you said we moved to Pennsylvania when I was three. So I moved to Pennsylvania when I was three. Me and my younger brother and. I guess we lived in a few different areas in Pennsylvania, but we mostly lived no, we outside really, Philadelphia, right? Because I remember us being in like townhouses. We lived, well, when we first moved there, yeah. Um, the first two years we lived in a townhome. We were always in the suburbs of Philadelphia, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, the first two years we lived in a townhome. So by the time you were five, we had bought our house when you were five, and then we stayed in that same house until you until yeah yeah we moved. It's weird how memory is because I I remember that townhouse perfectly like. Very vividly. Yeah, so you were three. Yeah. From three to five, you lived there. Okay. So, and then, yeah, I grew up outside of Philadelphia until 18, until I went to college. But even in Pennsylvania, I never felt like a, like, that's where all my friends were. Yes, that's where we were living, but I didn't feel like a deep, deep deep-rooted connection to Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. Right, because going to school, kind of like you're saying, there's a lot of kids who, like, have all their family around the area and like on the weekends are going to 
you know, maybe they're going to New Jersey or something to visit their family. We didn't really like, we had a, we didn't have any family there. We, I was going to say we had one person in New Jersey. Yeah. Our closest family, like your dad has his first cousin, um, in, in New Jersey. So they were about an hour away from us, but that was the closest family, the yeah. only family that we had. There. And we didn't really see them often we didn't at see all. Them all the time. So like no. everybody else was down South, like grandparents, cousins, <clears throat> you know, mm-hmm. mostly were down South. Um, and so during the summers we would go down South. And so it felt like kind of that's home, I guess a little bit down South. I mean, it would feel like it. Like where? Like Louisiana in particular, right? Yeah, like Louisiana, since like Grandma and Paula were in Louisiana, and even coming down to Savannah, um, felt like home. So I don't know. It felt like Pennsylvania was just where we were for that experience, but I didn't ever feel like this is my like okay emotional home, if that makes sense. Hmm, okay. But I mean, there are aspects of Pennsylvania that I feel nostalgic about. Oh, for sure. But then after Pennsylvania, I went to college um, in Washington, D.C. at the George Washington University. And so did college there for four years and then stayed there about about five years. Yeah, about five years exactly after graduation. So I lived in D.C. almost 10 years. Um, And D.C. never felt like home, really. Like I got familiar with the area, but never felt like home. And then now, having come to Savannah, uh, yeah, now having c- came here, like, D.C. doesn't feel like home anymore. Mm-hmm. Pennsylvania well, doesn't really feel did. like home. That never did. Yeah, yeah, D.C. never really felt like home. So, I, I don't know. So, do you I feel like know. home, do you feel here in Savannah, Georgia is home to you? Do you feel like you're home? I feel like it's turning into home like I don't feel like it's home yet really Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I don't know why even though dad and I are here even though you and dad are here Mm -hmm. it's just a lot of the culture down here is so unfamiliar to me Mm -hmm. that it doesn't really feel like home right because since growing up in Philly and DC like that has a much more distinct like northern yeah culture and I guess people listening to this like if you don't know what that is like I'm just thinking about like literally having seasons like having seasons feels like home to me um, cooler weather, having like public transportation, like larger cities, that feels more like home, like the mid Atlantic region. But yeah, being down South, like as an adult feels very strange to me still, mm-hmm. but I'm getting more and more used to it. Right. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Mm-hmm. We're not having a particular yeah. sense of home. So I guess we're the same in the sense that we don't have a place right now that we feel like is home for me. Home was always connected to my parents, and now since I don't have that, I don't have them anymore. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's it's hard. And now living in now we've been in Savannah for five years. Does it feel like home? Uh, not really. No, it doesn't. But I, I think it's just gonna maybe it will evolve into feeling like home, mm-hmm. especially because now you're here. My sister's here, you know, and as time goes on, hopefully more family members will move here. Um, so maybe it'll start feeling like home. But you know what I'm thinking about now? Like, what really does home mean? You know what I mean? Like, like really, yeah, what, what does it feel it? like? Like, I feel like we should define it. Yes. Or look it up or something. Yes. I'm going to look it up real quick and see okay. what the definition actually says. <clears throat> define home. Google search. Let's see. Okay, noun. The place where one lives permanently, especially as a member of a family or household. 
So that's more so what I would just consider a house. Right. right? Um, then there's some other relating to the place where one lives. Okay, so all the definitions are rather vague. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because, okay, so, so my definition of home. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Home is a place where you feel connected. You feel like your soul to me. It's like where you feel like your soul is connected, where, um, you know, a place where you go and when you get there, you can just like exhale, mm-hmm. right? And this is for me because everybody doesn't, I, maybe everybody's definition might be different. But for me, that's what it is. A place you can just like exhale and just like that you know that you're belo- you feel like the sense of belonging. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're rooted, you feel rooted when you're there. Um, I think that's what home is to me. So, for instance, wherever my parents lived, when they lived in Oklahoma and I was away from there, and when I got to their house in Oklahoma, that's where, okay, I'm home, I'm rooted, I feel like I can exhale, you mm-hmm. know. Um, wh- I also had that feeling when I, and I used to have this feeling all the time when we would go to Louisiana because my parents moved, eventually they moved from Oklahoma back to their home of, in Louisiana. And, you know, as soon as we rolled into town, exhale, mm-hmm. you know. And I think it was because, you know, that I felt rooted there. Mm-hmm. But I haven't been back much. I think I went back once since, you know, since my my, I lost my dad in 2012, and then my mom in 2016. I think I have, I've gone back once since 2016, and I haven't gone back since because mm-hmm. it's, just, it's, it's difficult because it's like going back there, it's just not the same feeling. Yeah. You know, it's just not the same feeling. Mm-hmm. So. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I, I'm i honestly safe, not sure. Space, uh-huh. I'm honestly not sure what my definition is because I, I definitely agree with yours. But I say I don't know what it is because now that I'm thinking more critically about it, like, I feel like maybe home is much harder of a sense to have in these, like, modern times, I guess I would think. Yeah, true. Because I feel like people's lifestyles are so different, right? Like, People are more transient. Yes, exactly. People Mm -hmm. are more transient, like... It's more common for people to live maybe between cities or mm-hmm. even countries or on you know different sides of the coast and mm-hmm. stuff. And people move so often that they have different groups of friends, you know, their family members are all over. And so home almost seems like something intangible that people are always trying to find. Yes, an abstract concept. Yeah, it's an abstract right? concept. Really is just a, really I think it's a feeling. Yeah, more so a feeling. Yeah. And that feeling can change or, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. evolve or something. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's a feeling, I think. And I don't think it has anything to do with oh, I have tons of friends here, you know, blah blah blah. Um, I like my job here. I don't think it has anything to do with that. Like I've had friends every place I lived, you mm-hmm. know, and that that didn't make it feel like home just because I had, you know, friends there or I was, you know, engaged in the community there or I belonged to a church there. That didn't make it feel like home, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, I think it's just a, a, a feeling from within, I think. And that's a good point because you always hear people also saying, like, you know, I went to just – fill in a random name of a city for the first time ever and it felt like home. You know what I mean? People say yeah, that a lot too. Yes. You people can do, travel somewhere. People do say that. Yeah. And when I travel, I've been to places where 
I could probably say, I don't think I would say it feels like home, but I say it feels very familiar, Mm -hmm. you know. Even if you haven't been there before. I feel comfortable there. I feel like I know it. I feel like, you know, and there are a couple places, yeah, that I feel that way about. Um, So, so yeah, I I get that, and I could see where somebody could say, oh, yeah, it feels like home, but I just don't, I don't term that feeling Mm -hmm. as home. I just call it, it feels familiar. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Um, so actually I'm thinking we can, I feel like us talking about this move to Savannah could be a whole other podcast. Mm -hmm. So we can talk more about it later. Um, but I do have a few other questions. What is our favorite thing about each other? (laughs) (laughs) Um, my favorite thing about you is your independence, your tenacity. Mm -hmm. Um, yes. Oh, shucks. Thanks, Dodie. (laughs) welcome for people listening you will come to learn that i have a bunch of nicknames for my mom we have a bunch of nicknames for each other and our family in general we think it's very is that a very creole thing to do having nicknames for everybody it's a creole thing or is it a southern thing i don't know (laughs) i have no idea you'll hear me call her dodie couldn't tell you where that came from um toot toot don't know where that came from but you guys will get used to it um, okay, that's good. My favorite thing about you is, okay, I um I will say you are very supportive. Okay, and you're smirking like this, but supportive in a very particular way. Okay, how? <laughs> because not in all the senses, because some stuff you'd be like, absolutely not. <laughs> but, okay, supportive in a sense, like, like tangibly supportive. So, for example, if, if I call you and I'm like, Oh, I'm I'm curious about, you know, moving to Oregon or just something random. Mm-hmm. You'll be like, okay. And then the next day, and like, okay, I'll wake up the next day and I'll have like emails in my phone about like apartments in Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> like, like like jobs I could find there. Um like you're so good with like research and like uh-huh. helping people like figure stuff figure, out. Figure yeah, figure stuff out. Like you're good at figuring things out mm-hmm. for yourself and for other people and like that's one of my favorite things about you mm-hmm. because you're very like resourceful mm-hmm. so like if anybody's wondering about anything <laughs> you can email my mom and she'll, <laughs> and she'll help you figure it out but you're like that with a lot of people yeah yeah so that's my favorite thing um what drives us crazy about each other oh <laughs> What drives me crazy about you is your stubbornness. Like, I see where it's good in one sense, but mm-hmm. sometimes it's just like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Why, like, just listen to me. I'm trying to tell you. Mm-hmm. But then you don't listen, and then you go and do something, and, it, and then it's like all this calls, all this, this other, wreaks all this other havoc, and it's just like, what? if you just would have listened. What I don't know. I ever- it's just like different <laughs> things, you know? I, I just, I can't even tell you a specific thing off the top of my head right now. Because there's but. just so many. <laughs> it's, it's yeah okay okay i i mean i agree with that i admit that i'm i'm stubborn to a fault sometimes you know yeah it's like i feel like people's strengths are also their faults you know yeah. what i'm saying because they're at like at, they're at extremes yes yeah okay that's fair um what drives me crazy about you is here we go <laughs> your a flightiness what dude come on you know <laughs> okay flightiness in terms of like but it's also what makes you fun because like you're unpredictable <laughs> but yes. yeah you're fl- like like you can say like 
okay, like this week I'm going to wake up at 6 a.m. every day and do this thing. And you'll do it for two days. And then the third day, you're not, not going to have done it. And then you'll call me and say you're mad at yourself. Oh, <laughs> well, that's on you. Nobody, nobody, you can't blame anybody for that. <laughs> but yeah, that drives me crazy. Because I'm like, if you were just to be disciplined about things, you'd get so far. But at the same time, that's just not, yeah, that's just not that, your personality. That's how we're different. You are yeah. very disciplined about things. And I'm just like, not. <laughs> yeah. But I like that in you, and I wish I was more like that. I wish I was more had more discipline. And you and you think it's weird, like, oh, you're in the military, you didn't have any discipline. I mean, I have discipline about certain things, mm-hmm. you know, like work and things like that. Mm-hmm. But just like my own time, oh my goodness, no. <laughs> well, yeah, but being disciplined also has like its drawbacks because, for example, I can want to stick to the script to a fault. You yes. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, if I'm like. Okay, I'm going to wake up at 6 a.m. every day. Uh, I mean, that's a bad example because I'm not that much of an early person. But whatever it could be, I will stick to that thing probably far beyond when I probably should have tried something new. Mm-hmm. And yes. so, you know. Yes. Positives and negatives. What do we, I'm, I'm super excited for this podcast because we were talking about this a little bit before we started recording. But I feel like this would be fun for you and me to have conversations that we always wonder about or conversations that we have frequently but opening opening them up to other people Mm -hmm. also i feel like you're a good person to having these conversations because for context my mom both my parents are big hosts like you guys are just natural hosts you like to entertain Mm -hmm. you feel very comfortable and so It'll be interesting to hear what you have to say and just what other people have to say about that, too. But I feel like you're a good person to have on here for that. Yeah. Because we're good at that. Yeah, and it's funny because I, I do feel like we're – we've all – that's one thing that's been consistent wherever we've lived. My parents my parents used to entertain a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents used to bring – create community because they would bring – you know, when my dad was in the military and there were, like, soldiers that maybe he – he worked with who didn't have family around and were single or whatever, he would invite them over for, mm-hmm. you know, holidays um, so that they could have this sense of home, you know, being like in a home environment for Christmas or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as an adult, um, your dad and I still, we're, we're always like the house that has the parties and, you know, um, we host dinners, we'll do this, we'll, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And people always loved coming over um, to our house. E- even your friends, like growing mm-hmm. up, you and your brother's friends would everybody just enjoyed coming to our place. And we didn't do anything special when they came over. It's just I don't know. It, it, they felt comfortable, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Thanks, though. You did good job. Very good. Really? I don't think it was good. I don't think we really. <laughs> oh, that was so good. I don't think we really said anything. <laughs> Yes, we did. Was it-